Hi, welcome to my creativity. being creative and producing output. I'm your host, Surrey. I reveal how I work, my projects, my process, well, my creativity, from planning and goal setting to how I stay accountable for my output, to the way ideas pop into my head and to the frameworks I use to stimulate my creativity and formalize it. Now, each week, I go over last week's goals to let you know how I'm going. And at the end of the episode, I give you some new goals that I intend to achieve in the coming week. And in this way, I stay accountable and you can see how I'm progressing towards my goals. Now, I generate these goals from a 10-year mission. If you want to know more about that, go back to episode one and have a bit of a listen. From the 10-year mission, I have annual priorities. I have quarterly uh, goals, down to monthly and then finally down to weekly. So last week's goals... Run 5 kilometers and 10 kilometers on the weekend. Now, as you know, if you've been listening, I am in training to run a marathon. Why am I running a marathon? Because it's difficult. And that justification enough, really. Uh, I've run two in the past, and I'm determined to do better on the third one. And I think that's the way to go. Uh, I Yes, I ran those 5 and 10 kilometers. I'm also running at lunchtimes at work. And today, because I'm working from home, I ran uh, five kilometers, five and a half kilometers. Actually, it was quite, quite nice. So last week's goals also included update my blurbs. So I've got my three books that I've got published, these novels. There's little uh, blurbs that go on Amazon. I have been researching more specifically about blurbs and I've refined my process a bit. And I like what I did there, so I've updated my blurbs to reflect. How to write a novel draft. I finished the first draft. I'm now going through and revising it and structuring it. Uh, I'm taking the time to research how to write nonfiction, I guess, self-help style books. And so I'm taking that information and I'm modifying my draft. And maybe some future time I'll write a book, you know, how to write a book about how to write a book. Who knows how far I can go with that. Uh, so yes, I finished first draft. I'm now on revisions. I'm adding in things like sort of tasks and examples. And my next revision, I'll be going through and formatting it up so it looks a bit nice. I'll let you know how that goes. But this week, yeah, I thought I might talk to you about the blurbs and what I changed and how I changed it and why I changed it and why I looked at these blurbs. So if you don't know, the blurb is when we're talking about a novel, it's a short, um, maybe 100, 150 words, sort of um, almost like a sales pitch for your book. The idea is to entice people, let them know a bit about the style of the book and what's going to happen, what they can expect, and make them interested enough in the story to buy the book and get on with it. 
So I'll just do, I'll do first of all my first blurb that I had for book one. And hopefully you've listened to the audio drama. You can get that on you know, iTunes and Spotify and all those places. Or maybe you've been brave enough to shell out three or four dollars to buy the ebook. Or even, I don't know how much it is for nine dollars plus shipping for the print. So here we go. The title of the book is This Is My Exit Plan. A man faces a deadly confrontation with unknown forces. He collects his journals and publishes them online in an effort to tell his unbelievable story of magic and monsters. When he rescues Jennifer McCormick from certain death, he feels like a saint, but it soon crumbles as his ego and newfound powers lead him down a destructive path on which he awakens to his foolishness too late. Okay, so I, I thought, yeah, that's not a terrible blurb, but it's sort of, it was missing something. So, like a good nerd I am, uh, I had a look back at this blurb and I thought, how did I construct it? I had a look at my original notes on how to construct a blurb and I revised them. I went and read a few more um, experts on the topic and I found a, uh, found several, but and combine them into this new, let's call it a formula or process. And the advantage of having this sort of thing is often you sit there going, I've got to write a blurb, how do I do it? And you go like, bugged if I know. And you, maybe you sort of struggle around a bit. But if you've got like, and this has got four parts to it, if you've got like a little framework, a little tool, you can just go, you know, bang, 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 bang. You've got a blurb. It meets um, criteria that are acceptable and suitable. Now all you have to do is maybe finesse it a little bit, uh, make it a little bit nicer. So here we go. The four steps of blurb writing according to Surrey as munged and merged from several other sources. So the first thing is your opening line. One or two sentences. You want to introduce your main character and you want to uh, hint at or, or give the dramatic question. Now, if you're wondering what the dramatic question is, it's something I've gone into in a previous blog. Uh, blog, I think you know, I've done it in a previous blog, but it's also in a previous podcast episode. Just sort of go back. It's about plot, story versus plot. And the dramatic question is basically in the first act of the book, you'll, or a first act of a story, you'll get presented with an introduction which welcomes you to the world. Here's the characters. Here's how they live currently and what everything is, you know, what the situation is. You then have some sort of an event which indicates change. Uh, you know, um, a new kid arrives at school or uh, a bomb explodes on a train or the parents catch you reading pornographic magazine you know there's some sort of an event which is going to change everything it's like a little spike and out of that event the character will try to recover or solve or benefit or do something and they'll have to answer a question and the question is do i basically do i continue with this story or do i not have a story do I go into Act 2 or not? Of course I go into Act 2. 
But in this process, the reader or the viewer, if it's a movie, will have a question in their head. And it'll be a really simple question. So, for example, uh, bomb goes off on the train and the hero realizes that she saw she saw who probably planted it. So are they going to go chase after this person and try and bring them to justice? Or, you know, book a trip on a cruise around the world? And, that yeah, they'll chase after them. But the dramatic question you're going to think in your head is, ah, oh, you know, will they catch this person? Or maybe they'll think, you know, is, uh, is the, the, the world going to be safe from this bomber? So there's some sort of a question which you expect will... It's basically what the story is going to be about. And at the end of the story, the end of your novel, end of your movie, whatever, that question will be answered in some way. Uh, I try to think of an example of that would be like, um, I think like Star Wars, Luke Skywalker's parents, or his adoptive parents, his uncle Owen and Martha, or whoever her name is, are shot dead. And it seems to involve these droids and uh, Ben Kenobi. And so he goes, oh my God, what am I going to do? You know, and he decides he's going to follow this hologram and he's going to join the rebels, the alliance, the rebel alliance, whatever it is. And so the question we have in our head is, who is this, this woman? And uh, will he save her? And will the rebels be successful? Or is the Empire, this Darth Vader character, going to win? So your first opening line is to introduce the character and let's continue this example why not uh, now we'll use my the example of my book sure so you've got to introduce the character introduce a dramatic question so my old blurb a man faces a deadly confrontation with unknown forces okay yeah so we know there's this guy and as it turns out in Nicholas plan he's he has no name and faces deadly confrontation with unknown forces oh will he survive so it kind of answers that, doesn't it? It introduces the character, kind of asks this question. But I wasn't entirely happy with it. Number two, set the scene. Okay, so we've gone, here's this character and here's this situation. Set the scene. Uh, he collects his journals and publishes them online in an effort to tell his unbelievable story of magic and monsters. Yeah, that's kind of part of the scene. And then we're going to have the second sentence continues the scene. And when he rescues Jennifer McCormick from a certain death, he feels like a saint, but soon crumbles his ego's new family. Okay, so we're sort of mixing a bit of the setting the scene there. But it's set. Set the stakes. So we've said, okay, he's going for a deadly confrontation. Uh, he's publishing his journals to tell about magic and monsters, and he's rescued some woman. So... Why do we care about this? What's going to happen if he doesn't awaken to his foolishness? It kind of doesn't say. It just says he's on a destructive path. Will he awaken? Well, I don't know. It's it's not really strong. Like, we don't know why he should care. Maybe he wants to be evil. I don't know. And number four, what to expect. This wants to say what the... Basically... It's not as much about the story. It's more like uh, this is the genre, this is the type of story it's going to be, and this is how you can expect things to happen. 
So I revised my blurb because the first one there, it started off okay, it ended a bit weak. So here's my revised blurb following this four-part arrangement. So, opening line, dramatic question, introduce character. An unnamed man, so I've identified him better rather than saying a man. So, uh, because the first question I'm going to ask is, a man who? What's his name? The actual answer is, he doesn't have a name. An unnamed man posts his journals online, announcing that he's leaving to face an encounter from which he may not return. An encounter with mysterious forces left unsaid. So there we go. That's introducing the character and a dramatic question. Character, unnamed man who's posting his journals. A dramatic question. He's going up to face his encounter with mysterious forces. These, what are these forces? Why are they mysterious? Will he survive the encounter? So we, we sort of know what the story's going to be about. It's going to be about preparing to meet this encounter. So let's set the scene. As his unbelievable story unfolds, we meet his friends, colleagues, and the harsh reality of a world where magic may be real. When he rescues a young girl from certain death, he feels like a saint. But that feeling soon crumbles. So that's setting the scene. I pulled out the name Jennifer McCormack because her name is irrelevant. Uh, she's not an important character in the book. What's important is that he has this moment where he rescues someone from certain death and he feels amazing. So we've also set the scene here. He's got friends and colleagues and a harsh world where magic may be real. Now set the stakes. So we now know there's this unknown man. Will he survive this encounter? Oh, where he has some friends and colleagues and he's in this world of magic. He rescued someone. Why do we want him to survive this encounter? What does it matter? If he can't come to terms with his new reality, it won't just be his life that is forfeit. Not just the life of his best friend that he's taken, but everyone he has come to care for and possibly more. Okay, so this encounter he's going to have to face. We want him to win because it's not just him that's going to die. Not just his best friend, but everyone he's come to care for which presumably must be his friends and colleagues. Well, we'd have to read the book to find out. Hint, it is his friends and colleagues. Now, finally, so, so we've got opening line, dramatic question, introduce character, unnamed man, go after an encounter. Uh, so will he survive? Set the scene. He's got some friends. It's an unbelievable story. Magic might be real. He rescues a girl. Setting the stakes. It's not just him that's going to die. Best friend, but everyone he loves. Finally, what to expect. So you've read, you've, you've read those first three bits and you're going, oh, okay, so it's, it's magic might be real and stuff. Um, yeah, this is, uh, we still don't know if this is a science fiction or a fantasy or a historical alternate world. So this is my exit plan, mixes magic, monsters and the real world in a contemporary fantasy story about a man whose arrogance and foolish love of newfound power Pits him against monsters and is now his own flawed view of a world where corruption and magic go hand in hand. So that we know exactly what to expect here. And now this sentence, I am going to revise it just a little bit more because it is, first of all, I say monsters twice, which feels a bit clunky. Also, it's very long. But you can see what I'm saying here. 
what to expect. You've read the first part, you're not entirely sure, and now you go, okay, magic, monsters, real world, contemporary fantasy. Bingo, I know what is going on. And it's about a man who has got some sort of arrogance in this newfound power. Oh, okay, that's interesting. He's got to come into some powers. And he's going to fight some monsters. And he's he's got a messed up way of looking at the world. And there's corruption and magic going hand in hand. Okay. We sort of know, we have a bit of a hint of what this is about. So that's my new revised blurb. Now I've got, I actually then also revised my subtitle to go better with this blurb. So the subtitle, I basically took what to expect because that's what subtitles are generally used for on Amazon. Um, it's it's basically, here's the title of the story, which is, this is my exit plan. And the subtitle is, here's kind of what you're going to expect out of it. It's like a mini micro blurb. So my new, my new uh, subtitle, a story of magic, monsters in the real world about a man whose arrogance and newfound power lead to a deadly confrontation. So, okay, that's pretty interesting. And also that it's searchable there. You want a story of monsters and magic, a real world, uh, f- power. Yeah, okay. So that's sort of the, the four-part blurb. Now, I've gone on and done that same pattern with my other two books. And I won't bore you with those, but they follow the same sort of process. And so what I've got here now is this four parts, opening lines, set the scene, set the stakes, what to expect. It's an easy way now to create a blurb for any book, any story. And once you've written it, using these sort of things, you, you've covered your bases, then you sort of want to massage it a bit and maybe choose, choose the right tone or the right color of wording. Um, you don't want to give away the story. As you want to... Most of the story you want to talk about probably is the first uh, encounter, the, um, what do you call it, the inciting event. This is the thing that's going to be in the first act, which, as I said, is, is what leads a, a character on. Now, I can tell you that the first, the first event in This Is My Exit Plan, uh, what do you call it, the, yeah, I keep forgetting the name of this thing, the inciting incident is when this character, he attends an auction at a creepy house and he ends up with, in a, in a roundabout way, a set of books that are, um, well, they're magic books. Or they describe, you know, some of them are journals describing um, fantastic creatures and some of them have recipes for potions. One of them has recipes for potions. One of them uh, yeah, talks about um, actual magic. And he, he witnesses something. Having read these books, he witnesses something which he now relates and he would have dismissed it otherwise, but now he's like thinking about these things and he has to make this choice whether he's going to enter this magical world or not. Now, I kind of didn't include that in that opening line because the ordering of this story starts with him discussing the fact that he's posting his journals online because he's going to have to die. And then you sort of get this flashback journal entries which explain what he's going to do and why and it's an unbelievable story so that's why he starts back a bit with some background so that you're not you know you start off with some very mundane stuff and you don't 
jump straight into you know, magic and carry on. There you go. So I hope I hope that's helpful. And this uh, this blurb process it's it's going to be in my new book that I'm writing. Uh, this, it's gonna it's expand a little bit, and I'm including some examples, and there'll be like a little task exercise at the end of the chapter for you to uh, work through. But these are the sorts of things that I think too often as writers we think that we just be creative. But you know what you're really doing if you're not making use of tools and you're not doing this research, you're not planning, is you're reinventing the wheel every time. Other people have already done the hard work of going, how the hell do I do this? How the hell do I plot my story? How the hell do I... I start writing a book. How do I come up with an idea big enough for a hundred thousand words? People have already thought of these things. Lots of people have. And if you're just going to go by the seat of your pants and just start writing, you're going to have a hard time of it because you're going to have to invent or rely on some sort of instinctive knowledge. Whereas you could just use like a little tool like this and it'll get something out which hits the bases and you can use your creativity to really turn into something good. That's what I'm going to leave you with today. Let's talk about next week's goals. So I've got to release my next blog. And my next blog, as I understand it, is it's about word counts and how, how people always ask this question, how long should my novel be? I asked that same question. And the answers I got were vague. Usually they were of the sort. It can be as long as it needs to be to tell the story. And you kind of go... That's nice, but that doesn't tell me the answer. <laughs> you know, that's if I walk into a shop and I pick up a novel, how many words is that? Because that's what I want. I want a novel that people will look at and go, hey, that's a real novel. So I'm writing a, a blog about that. And I'll, I'll talk more about that probably next week's episode. Social media. So again, I'm tweaking my social media a bit here. What I've found is... Initially, I was getting a good response by including a link back to my blog. But what I'm finding now is not as much click-through on that. So I'm going to do a one release of all of my um, tweets with the uh, every second tweet being a link back to my blog. So I'm going to have... The set of tweets done twice. First time, no link. Second time, with link, but they're going to be interleaved. And you can get away with this. And I've certainly noticed this when I, like, I'm doing, you know, three tweets a day. And it's different people come across it each time because they're spaced out by hours, which means there's people in the United States who are maybe 12 hours behind me. And there are people locally who are in my own time zone. There's some people in Europe who are kind of eight-ish hours, seven hours behind me, which means they're all getting their tweets at different times and they might be following hundreds of people. My tweets just sort of disappear off into that void. So I'm going to see how that goes. Uh, it's doing quite well. I'm, you know, I've gone up. My followers have gone up. I'm getting a number of likes and retweets, which is really cool. And I'm really hoping to try and Actually, I've, I've spoken about my social media. I'll continue on. I'm continuing my novel, my How to Write revision, and I'm going to start outlining a short story. And I think I've spoken about this before a couple of episodes ago about short stories. My idea is to create a short story 
and demonstrate through it the novel planning process. So it's going to be obviously compressed down to short story form, but the idea is that you read the short story and you go, oh, well, I'm hoping you'll go, oh, I like that. That's 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 well done. Because, I don't know, maybe you won't. Who am I to suggest? That's the intent. And then I'll have the, the worksheets of how I worked through it and how I broke the plot down and how I put it all together so that, yeah, you've, you've got some idea and some basis on, on how to do it yourself if that's the way you want to do it or you can turn it into your own process. Anyway, start outlining a short story. In the meantime, have a real good thing about the sort of tools that you can possibly use to help yourself with your creative processes. Until then, uh, bye. Bye.